We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Tuesday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Farm, Neil McCready, Clarkport Studio here this morning. Ole Miss basketball picking up big-time commitment yesterday. The number 44 player in the country, John Bowl, verbaling to the Rebels after a uh, weekend visit. And on that a little bit, our uh, old friend Bobby Robbins back in the news, the president at Arizona, as the, uh, the Arizona Board of Regents have an executive session special meeting today. Got a hunch that has to do with realignment. It is uh, as it is aligning with the Pac-12 announcing a TV contract today. So that and more coming up on the show. Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford ribs lunch specials. So many different options for you. Clean convenience store. Fill up on your way in town or out of town. Again, you can call ahead, have dinner ready to go. Wet ribs, dry ribs, whatever you want. They're in the hot case, dessert side items. And more, if you're in Clinton or Brookhaven, you get the homemade donuts. Tons of options up and down I-55 and throughout North Mississippi as well. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within uh, 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do. And that is hopping to a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. You get great service, great products, obviously. Corey and the people at Clark Ford want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call, 662-257-1900. So again, John Bowl committing to the uh, the Rebels, seven foot two, 190. Got some room to put some weight on there for uh, for Mr. Bowl. Yeah, he's he's a couple years away. He's got uh, – play a year in overtime elite which is essentially a pro basketball team yeah from a competitiveness standpoint um yeah it's it's a, it's interesting multiple draft picks off that team this past year in the top 10 yeah right well asar and amen thompson oh right yeah, yeah i don't i don't i don't know that as someone who watched a lot of overtime elite because of amen <laughs> thompson and asar thompson i i you're familiar with Overtime Elite. I don't, I don't want to speak disparagingly of Overtime Elite, but it is it is not the G League. Okay, um, it is not playing in New Zealand. It is not. It, it is it is interesting. There are there are times when Overtime Elite is pretty interesting basketball, and there are times when Overtime Elite 
makes you uh, question your life as you sit and realize I've watched this for an hour now. Less structured than AAU at times, like oh, uh, it's very similar to AAU yeah. at times, um, where it's just yeah. But look, he'll get to play against good players. Sometimes it won't be a structure. Who do they play? They 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 have teams within overtime elite. Oh, that's a league. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm catching up here. All yeah. right, go ahead. So he'll it'll be a good experience for him. But he he needs to grow. He's got. He's only been playing basketball for a few years. Yeah, yeah. He picked it up as a teenager, late teenager. So uh, he's got a lot of room to develop. He's athletic for a big. Um, obviously, he's got to fill out, but he's got time. And he's probably – I talked to Rob Cassidy last night about him. Rob's seen him play multiple times. Rob thinks a couple of years from now he could be a really, really good player. Yeah, Rob talking about talking about his upside um, in the story you wrote last night on uh, him talking about more athletic than a lot of seven footers in Ole Miss. Definitely, at least uh, trending toward trying to put more uh, height there in the front court right now. Yeah, you, uh, you, you got Sharp from Western Kentucky on this team. Um, who, as they pointed out on the board yesterday, his Wikipedia page says he's one of the tallest humans in the world um, currently. Yeah. yeah, seven foot five, something like that for uh, for Sharp. This is this was the you know kind of a shock here. Somebody who had released the top four 48 hours before a visit to Ole Miss. Ole Miss was not on the list. Takes a visit, commits a day or two later. Um, certainly, you know, portal one thing, and it counts. It definitely damn counts. But from a high school standpoint, you know, really the first big whoa kind of for Chris Beard here. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I, you know, Beard, when he was on our show, and I've seen him on other shows say that, the days of, of having a bunch of guys on your roster that have been there four or five years are probably over. But I, I've never discussed this with him, so I shouldn't put words in his mouth. I, I have a, I have a suspicion that coaches are starting to get a little portal wary in terms of in terms of building your entire roster through the portal because you spend you spend so much time trying to build program culture chemistry work ethic accountability and then you get them in in june and you know you you go through the summer and then you have some fall work and then boom here's the season and it goes by really fast and then come middle of march you turn your whole roster over again and doing that over and over without much continuity i think is is proving to be difficult uh, and you know you look at some of the teams that that won that they didn't do as much of that as others and there were some really talented teams last year that were turned over that even though they were really talented they just never fully maximized their their talents because you don't have enough time again it's the if you if you compare it just to the nba which is basketball to basketball even though it's a different level the basketball teams that win at a really high level at the NBA level typically have a core group of guys that have played together for a long time. Let me look at what Beard did at Texas, and that first roster was a lot of variability like that. It was guys from kind of everywhere. Mm -hmm. You had some transfers. You had an international kid. You just heard stuff. But he was starting to recruit well from a high school ranks. Because look, it's a math problem. Is You get 15 players on a college basketball team. Well, 11 transfers and four guys have been in your program. That's a lot of continuity stuff, and you got a whatever versus, hey, I got eight dudes who have been with me for a minute. I yeah. already know what they're doing, and I'm just making the other guys matriculate into what they do. That's a totally different game there from a math standpoint. I mean, it's what. Well, yeah, because the the, the players that have been there 
will hold the new guys accountable. Yeah, this is what we do. This is yeah. how we do it. Where the coach doesn't have to throw the conniption fit constantly. There's not all that stuff happening. Some of the stuff happens within the locker room, and guys just acclimate easier. It's one of the probably one of the two things that Alabama football should get credit for over the years and years and years as you come in and by God it is a system and this is what we do and we oh, move absolutely. on. Absolutely, it's the number one thing. Yeah, that's it. It's the number one thing. I don't care how highly recruited you are. Here's what you do. That's what every coach emulates and tries to do. It's what, I mean, Lane at some point tomorrow is probably going to mention continuity with transfers and trying to figure it out. He did last year. It was a huge point of emphasis. Yeah. We've talked a lot about it. It'll be mentioned at some point tomorrow. So, yeah, any high school kid makes sense for that. If they get eligible, now you're up to 16, if my math is right, defensive transfer portal guys. Now, I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm not, I'm not criticizing. Yeah, sure. You do what you got to do. I don't know that if, if you injected truth serum into any coach that he would say, yeah, I think the path to, to building a, a, a consistent winner is 16 guys out of the transfer portal on one side of the ball year mm-hmm. after year. I, I, I doubt if that's what they would say. I mean, Pete Golding just came from Alabama. That would be – we get access to him – one day in camp. I can't remember when it is. Maybe Saturday. I don't know. There is a coordinator day. Yes. And I'm sure that he will be told what he can and cannot say. Because last year, Charlie Weiss stood up there and looked like he was in front of a firing range. I was like, dude, are you scared of us? Um, but he was scared of what his boss would say if he went back. Um, but I think that's the question for Golding is that, you know, you come from a program that very openly says and people mock it. it it's funny to me it's one of the things that kind of bugs me um i'm not trying to make this respect alabama day but you do have to respect this they are very steady in what they do um they evaluate they evaluate beyond physical they will openly tell you that not everyone belongs in that program that not everyone's tough enough mentally for that program and that when you get into that program, there is a standard that is held. Period. And a lot of people go, oh, that's lip service. That's crap. They just go out and give every player a Dodge Charger. No, it's deeper than that. I mean, it is. They're, they're not winning just because they go out and buy a bunch of players. That, that, that's, is, that, is that part of it? Sure. And you got to buy the right player. Sure. But once you get the player in, no matter what the acquisition cost was, he puts on a practice uniform and has to go out there. And at some point, you have to acclimate, and it has to fit, and you have to do all of those things, and they do it remarkably well. And the proof of how well they do it is that the guy in Athens who spent a decade in Tuscaloosa is doing the same exact thing, and people go, well, that, but there is a commitment to that standard. And so I'm curious with Golding, how do you acclimate from, hey, I've had these guys that have been in this program for a long time that know how we practice, that know how we play, that know what's expected of you, to now I've got all these guys that come in from all these different places, including guys that left places because they got kicked out for doing stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Pardon my language. you got to bring those guys in and get them to acclimate to what I'm assuming is a standard that you're trying to establish. Uh, Yeah, no doubt. I mean, a couple things there. Um, You know, look, it's what Beard trying to do here because look this gets this is a dub but it's 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 chicken or the egg a little bit you win some and you build this and then it's easier to maintain at that point after you've built it i mean you got to have proof of concept and that's what's interesting from golding it's what's interesting from beard and all those things as you're watching this kind of play out in real time um 
speaking of those transfers, just a little additional info uh, that I've asked people about yesterday. Uh, the reason that Ole Miss has optimism regarding Chris Graves, the Miami transfer, is because he was not kicked off the team. He lost his aid, but it was not a disciplinary kickoff. Um, and because of that, there are some loopholes in the portal situation so on, was on eligibility. I, on paper, he was not dismissed in a way that would violate him from being eligible, whereas oh. it seemed like Dudley had, does not have the same that's right. the, the the differentiations between them has something to do with the reasons or the way that they lost their aid at the other school. If you're if you are removed from aid, there are some loopholes to getting immediate eligibility without being inside the portal's windows. If you were on graves, I didn't aid. hear anything specifically. I asked. Yeah, I asked uh, people who cover Miami actually a couple of them, and they both said the same thing, which was just. Was the word that was used? Just culture. Yeah, just didn't fit. Yeah, you can make fun of that all you want. Um, it goes along those lines. It's it's to me, it's one of the most fascinating storylines in, in in college football, and we don't really write about it for two reasons. One, it's complicated. Two, the coaches won't talk about it publicly, not in a way that makes it where you could really write something compelling. And three, we're still conditioned to treat college players. With kid gloves. Yeah. But the truth is, like Cristobal at Miami is trying to build a culture there. It's not something you do overnight, right? And and you know, last year they they at times I've seen him talk about this. I think with Josh Pate, it was actually a really good interview. Um God, that guy's a success story, by the way. Holy cow. Um, but Pate went down there and he kind of opened up about it it's harder than you think it would be to get people to buy into what you're trying to get them to do, to get them to do daily the things that you want them to do without you having to harp on them, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so at some point you have to make examples of people. At some point you have to drive divisive elements out of a, a business, if you will. Well, it's, it's, <clears throat> Related topic. Uh, basketball's my brain today is why I thought about it, but it, I'll, I'll dovetail it off of football. You know, this Ole Miss basketball team, how good they are or not good they are this season is going to be 100% determined by these waivers when it comes to second-time transfers, what's possible, as we've told you for a while now. Mental or physical issues are the only applicable waivers for these athletes. Um to get these second-time transfers. If Ole Miss gets Brandon Murray, if they get Cissé, then they're kind of cooking with gas. They could be really good this season. Um, yeah. It could be a roster that is very competitive inside the SEC. If they don't get either one of them, it, on paper it looks pretty tough. Um, there's no doubt about that. It looks like it's not enough, frankly, relative to the rest of the talent in the SEC. Um, so it's a huge deal that's sort of hanging over this basketball program right now. But it's why I don't know that we gave it the space, and I don't know what it's going to mean. We don't know tangible results yet. But I heard from somebody yesterday who had had some comments from another, or had some um, a conversation with somebody at another SEC school about the same thing. It's Kiffin and that staff doing the mental health thing, and you can talk about it on surface and go, "Oh, well, that's cool, whatever," and sort of move on. But 
what he's doing is trying to create another box to get more possibility of getting these waivers where you go, hey, if this guy had mental health, come here and we can do this and we are prepared for this and we are better suited for this than maybe whatever. It's just it's one more tool in the toolbox. It's actually kind of creative and impressive from the standpoint of you at least throw another possibility to get a plus sign over in your bracket when they're trying to make those decisions on what to do with mental health waivers. Because if you've got an entire staff that's certified in that, I'm using right. quotes, then that opens it up. And again, I don't know what that means. We don't know how much effort that plays or not plays, but it's odd to me that schools would not follow the lead and do the same thing, that there have been a lot of schools very hesitant to go down that path when it's an easy thing that potentially would pay off for you with a player. I don't really get it. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about it to even comment. I, I just remain curious. Not even I'm not cynical. I'm not skeptical. I'm just curious. I don't know what the NCAA will do. The NCAA has been defanged in many ways it, it doesn't have a lot of power anymore this is one of the last areas where it can sort of flex its muscle if it chooses to to go no these are the rules this is the deadline you didn't get in before the deadline you're not eligible because if you just in their in their from their view if they ruled it that way i mean the argument's not hard to make if you don't enforce the deadline then the portal window never closes it's true. That's their argument. Yeah. Logically, it makes perfect sense. If you if you don't enforce the deadline, like today's the Major League Baseball trade deadline. And it's right? a very hard deadline. It's 4 p.m. Central, 5 yeah, p.m. Eastern. That's, that's it. And so if you make a deal, you can still make a deal. You can still trade on August the 14th, but that player's not going to be eligible for the postseason. Right. And you can still trade. Sure. I mean, you can still swap minor leaguers. You can send cash considerations. You can do all sorts of stuff, but it can't impact the postseason roster. If you want to fortify your postseason roster, it's today by 4 p.m., and that's the rule, which makes it where, okay, well, everybody abides by it. If the NCAA says, well, you know what? You were late. You were late, but you're eligible. You're eligible. All of a sudden, the, the, the floodgates open, and now you just have a wide-open portal constantly. Where you even start getting into the, okay, well, what if a guy enters the portal two weeks into the semester? Can he just basically transfer to a new team and pick up in week three? And I know that sounds ludicrous, but that's their argument would be, well, where, where does the slippery slope stop? Yeah. Once you start going down the hill, do you, where, where's the brakes? That's why I'm, I'd be stunned if everybody involved in this gets eligible. Because if they do, if you're an outsider looking in, you go, okay, well, there are no rules, which very well might be the case. I think the line of separation on this is going to be documentation related to these issues. Mm -hmm. That is what I guess, complete guess. I don't know well, what they're doing sense, in Indianapolis. Right? But I think that is, hey, if you've done some things and been some places and got some paperwork, then you got a pretty decent shot. You know, it, look, it might be neither. It might be both. If it's one or the other, it sounds like CSA has a better case than Murray from everything I've heard throughout the process, um, that there is some documentation related to whatever his claim is at this uh, at, at, at this juncture. Um, Murray obviously dealt with coaching changes and all sorts of stuff, but that's no longer criteria. Um in well, this. again, if you allow the second transfer with no transfer penalty, what's to stop the third transfer? Mm -hmm. What's to stop the fourth transfer? At some point, these guys just, hey, I'm, I'm going to play for a new team every year. And maybe that's fine. 
And maybe that's people d- determine that that's cool. I, I don't know, but I mean, if you're trying to, if you're trying to rein it in in any degree, you've got to enforce some rules at some point, and that means that you have to say no, which is not particularly popular in today's environment mm-hmm. as it pertains to the student athlete. Everything is very pro player, completely, and so that's. I mean, you know, look. I, I'm an advocate for mental health. Don't get me wrong, but if the NCAA puts its foot in this, its boots in the sand here and goes, "That's it. This is the this is the spot where we draw the line." I mean, I get it. I understand. Oh, I do too. I mean, I mean, it, I mean in I a do. general sense, I have no issue with it. Okay. You uh-huh. know, I mean, otherwise, it's just. So a guy can start – I mean, at, at what point does a guy start fall camp, get a weekend, realize, hey, I'm not going to be the starter here. I could go to school X and be the starter. Classes haven't started. I'm kind of depressed. I didn't win the starting yeah. job. I'm, 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 I'm depressed. My grandmother's sick, and I'm depressed. I need to go. Yeah. Where, 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 where do you draw the line? Yeah. So, I mean – so I would put, I mean, if you're a tier system, CSA, Murray, Woodbury would be the order that I would put there um, on those three. Yeah. We'll see. Now, timeline, no freaking idea. They may have already ruled. It's true. Like I said, I mean, Ole Miss is in flux more than maybe anybody in the country because, I mean, it is absolutely dictating their situation moving into the season. Yeah. I mean, ooh, it's a different – Different dynamic if you want to put those guys there or not. Really good defender and rim protector in CSA. It's why two things can be true. Murray at once. on ball better than anybody else on the roster, potentially. He can do some <laughs> things that the people can't do. I mean, I see people doing this. They're definitely going to the tournament in year one. You don't know their team. How do you say that other than you're just being a fanboy? Now, on the flip side, you can also turn and look and go, it's very evident that he is turning the program around in quick. Order. Yeah, he didn't go to the tournament his first year at Texas Tech, but they were in hell later. Yeah. It took a minute. Yeah, I mean, I... It took a short minute, but it took a minute. And he's doing the right thing by talking about the tournament this year because that's what you... Year one. Well, you don't do. want guys to come into your program who may only be there for a year, and you look them in the eye and go, hey, guys, we're not trying to make the tournament. Well, and you want to be fair to Brakefield and Morrell on those guys. Hey, yeah. you've been here. Okay, we're, we're going right. to try. Yeah, we're, of course. We're, we're not... We're not saying, hell, no, 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 you're going to be gone before we even yeah. really get to this thing. Yeah, I mean, especially in Matt's case. You could have gone pro. You could have transferred. There are places Matt could have gone. Yeah. And he, he didn't, and so, yeah, but I don't know. I, I'm sometimes amazed at some of the things that people. Yeah, the I, hard line, this is the winning record for almost like, oh, uh, they're going to win 24 games. Based on what? Who's on the team? I mean. They're going ten and two. I think it's this: close your ears and just act like the portal, does, like the transfer doesn't isn't needed. No, 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 no. And then when the, when they get denied, if they get denied, well, we got screwed. Well, yeah, that's not it. This has been more complicated than that the entire time. So, I think anyway. it's why I'm, when I more and more I just go hide in the corner media stuff. Yeah. Frankly, yeah. Oh, we'll talk I, some Maria. You, you're not exactly a social butterfly in those settings. Airpods. No, I, I've gotten really bad about a lot of settings leaving AirPods in, including throughout the entire process. Like I, I can be a 
a bit of a jerk at baseball at this point because I will just go to my corner and have my AirPods mm-hmm. in, and I don't really speak to anybody but one or two people, and just like I, I'm. Yeah, I need to like. I'm not good at learning new people's names if you're in the room, and like you could be there for a month, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's look, it's not a good trait, probably, but it's it's where we are. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I used to think it was a really bad trait on my part, and now I'm starting to think, you know what? It's speaking of mental health, it's good for mine. Yeah, I'd get like tapped on the shoulder because I'm just like, an audio book or something. I just just put a little calm music on. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, a little bit sometimes, just calming music. Just kind of just playing Coldplay while it goes through your head. Coldplay's on the list. That's what I figured for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. You never listen to Coldplay and get all worked up. That's a good point. Very calming, you know. Just yeah. and if you don't like a song, you just double tap, move to the next. It's yeah, not bad. I uh, spent the last hour of coming back the other day with Carly Ann playing DJ and listened to that one Chainsmoker song like over and over and over and over mm. again, and I was beginning to go a little that crazy um over the course of the i remember that the hour i've told the story i can remember driving from mobile to orlando to cover the citrus bowl when i left on christmas day which was that's fun yeah (laughs) it It makes you question your life a little bit doesn't it oh i mean (laughs) hey hurry up and open presents i I I gotta head to orlando i love that you guys have the best job in the world you just watch football it's like well it's it's a little complicated more complicated than that but but yeah, I would, I would, I would was driving there, and I realized that I couldn't get the Wiggles Christmas album. Oh out God, of my head just couldn't get it out because Campbell just watched it on repeat oh. for three three months. So it wasn't even like uh, a, the whole. It wasn't even like a no, secular song. No, it was, it was the whatever. album. See, I'm really glad I avoided the Wiggles and what's that other Kellu or whatever that thing. Ky- yeah. Caillou. Yeah, I mean, I thought I that. never that was never a thing. <laughs> I got bad thoughts about Caillou. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes thought bad things. <laughs> You'd like to hurt somebody. Well, I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, Hardman. That, that The Frozen era doesn't end for a while either. If your daughter's into Frozen, that, that's going to stick for a bit. For whatever reason, that's got some staying power. Um, See, I, I didn't mind Dora the Explorer. Oh. Because okay. sometimes yeah. I'd go along with it, you know. It was a little more plot twist there okay the grumpy old troll yeah. and swiper the fox and oh yeah swiper the fox yeah that's how we potty train campbell it's like swiper no swat yeah right. yeah okay that's how we did it swiper swiper yeah. was on the floor in the room really unless you really did things the right way really and then swiper would get put up and that worked like a charm damn thing okay some realignment in a uh, minute. We'll uh, tell you about G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. They offer MedSync. Free prescriptions the same day each month that take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M. So um, can transfer your medications. One phone call, they take care of the rest. So whether it be Tyson Drugs and Holly Springs or G&M there on South Lamar, that's 662-236-2222. Do you hate losing games? Do you hate Losing players? Do you hate paying for your insurance? If you said yes to those questions, Davey Davey Ferris can help. Davey is partnered with the Grove Collective. We'll be donating 20% of all commissions, 10% of all renewals on both personal and commercial insurance policies. 
Davey can serve his customers in all 50 states. He's dedicated to making sure Ole Miss Athletics succeeds in this new era of college sports. So contact Davey Ferris at 214-715-7247 or uh, via email at dferris, that's D-F-A-R-R-I-S, at hillcoinsurance.com. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are some of the questions that can be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what he can do for you at rebelsretire.com. Stress out about the Rebels, but not your money. It's rebelsretire.com. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, but same great products, same great people, and same great services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or that area, call Comer. 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern. 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the power to... uh, Provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. Shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, Indiana, and more locations coming soon that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. And the College Corner is coming to Oxford this fall. The newest location will be in the Oxford Commons right off Sisk Avenue. They'll have more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear with plenty of parking available. Their staff will have you in and out and ready for the Grove in no time. It's opening middle of this month. So check out their website, collegecornerstore.com. Podcast also brought to you by Heavenly Sunshine, and they've got Christmas on their mind. They kick off Christmas in July. They're announcing holiday lights by Heavenly Sunshine. They know Christmas lights are beautiful. They can be a lot of work, so let them take care of the hassle and do it for you. Their full-service installation plan, they'll install, take down, and even store the lights for you. Commercial-grade LED lights that are 100% customizable to your home or business. They take care of the lights while you take care of the gifts. Book your free estimate before August 31st. Mention MPW10 for 10% off. They've been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for four decades. Full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. HeavenlySunshine.com, 662-342-1203 to book your estimate. So, uh, some movement, Pac-12, definitely, maybe with the Big 12 today. Uh, this kicked off yesterday, uh, earlier in the day, with um, multiple media outlets reporting that the uh, Pac-12 was going to present a long-awaited media rights deal to members within the next 48 hours. It looks like some of that is going on this morning as the league's board and ADs are scheduled to meet on Tuesday with their uh, their commissioner. This comes on the heels, obviously, of Colorado leaving for the Big 12 during their uh, media day on July 21st. The Pac-12 did not give a specific timeline, only the deal would be completed in the uh, near future. The situation with this has been going on for over a year now as um, they had negotiations with ESPN and Fox after USC and UCLA left. That deal expires at the end of the coming school year, and pretty much they are not in competition with the SEC and the Big Ten. They are, at least in theory, in competition with the Big 12. 
the Big 12 uh, got a deal done, a six-year extension with ESPN and Fox. It begins in 2025 and is worth $31.7 million per school. That obviously is nowhere near what the SEC the Big Ten are getting as it's upwards and north of $50 million, but um, it's competitive. It's not bad there for the uh, Big 12 that is the clear front runner to be the number three conference when everything shakes out here. What oh, is big time. Yeah. What is interesting is that, and I don't understand this a little bit, so you're going to have to take me through it. So this comes out, and then on the heels of that, yesterday, several media members uh, pointing out that Arizona had a Board of Regents meeting yesterday. They've planned a special meeting for today and all signs because it was just executive session. They didn't list any any contents for their meeting. Um, was pertaining to realignment and movement theoretically, to the Big 12 for Arizona. The University of Arizona is clearly the front-runner in this. They're the ones that the Big 12 would want more. They are the kind of the lead horse to the flagship university in that state. But much like Mississippi, they have a board of regents that handles three schools there. Um, Arizona, Arizona State, and Northern Arizona are all under one board in the uh, state of Arizona. So I don't know... I mean, do you have speculation here? Is this both of them being involved in this potential move? Is this can you separate them out from one to the other or not? Because the domino effect is fairly interesting. Dan Wetzel with a column this morning on Yahoo talking about, as I mentioned, uh, Bobby Robbins, the chancellor at uh, Arizona, the um, heart specialist who was in the running for chancellor at Ole Miss back when we were covering that a uh, a few years ago and multiple times, frankly, over the course of the uh, the tender the tenure. Wetzel calls him currently the most powerful man in sports because he holds a lot of keys at his disposable right now because after Colorado bolted, um, the Pac-12 can live without Colorado. That is not a death nail. However, depending on what Robbins in Arizona is doing, Wetzel believing that uh, they can knock down the whole thing of dominoes right here because if Arizona and Arizona State leave, or even if Arizona leaves, Utah also most likely to follow, yep. and that would completely topple the whole thing. Because this is my point. How are you presenting a TV plan this morning unless you already know what teams are leaving? Because I, if I'm ESPN and Fox, I can't agree to a deal with the Pac-12, and then the next day Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State leave. That's no, no longer the deal that I had in place. So where are we here? Well, so I've heard a lot of different things, and – Honestly, I'm not sure everybody anybody really knows. Because that leaves Cal, Stanford, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, and Washington State. Right. So there are three or four different things that are sort of out there. One is that the Big 12 is only going to expand to 14. And where are they right now? 13. So that's only Arizona. Once Colorado joins yeah. and Oklahoma and Texas leave, they're 13. So that would be conceivably only Arizona, unless Arizona decides to stay in the Pac-12 or Pac-whatever-the-hell-it-is, and then Connecticut would join. The, the commissioner is of, of the Big 12 is very interested in Connecticut. Um, so Arizona and Connecticut? Well, Or one or the other? One or the other. Okay. Now, there's also a belief that the 14 thing is just bluster, that they're willing to go to 16. Which would make which, that's easy. Which is well, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and they would kiss the Colorado, the California, Connecticut Connecticut thing goodbye. Yeah. Um, Then you've got this PAC 12 thing where nobody really knows if the PAC 12 is going to be able to present firm numbers to its member institutions today, because they've got one number that includes a TV deal 
And by the way, it's believed to be nowhere nowhere north of 25 million per school. So well, that less than the Big 12. And more likely around 20 million per school, which is significantly less than the Big About 12. About half. Yeah. Um so if if you are reading the tea leaves here, the Big 12 seems to be coming from a position of, of relative strength. And then the other stuff that's out there, I've got an interview scheduled later today where I'm doing an ACC preview and this is going to come up. It's not just bluster that Florida State and Clemson are strongly debating telling the ACC to kick rocks and say, fight us in court. We don't think you'll win. And if you do, we'll pay it. The only public quote that Robbins has given to this point. Did you hear what is, I just said about ACC? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm just that, finishing this. Yeah. And then, um, that's a, that's a, that, if that happens, it's seismic. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving on. Robbins' quote there, all I keep saying is, you know, we're just going to wait. You know, we're just waiting to get a deal. Then everybody has to evaluate the deal on right. its merits. I've been pretty steadfast in that stance. Yeah. Meaning, bye. Meaning, yeah. peace when it comes out. Yeah, because look. Any school that rolls the pack 10 dice right now, USC and UCLA are gone. Colorado's gone. You now know that Washington and Oregon would leave at a moment's notice. How have they gotten left out? Because they're kind of off in a corner up there. Okay. Um, The Big Ten wants, like the SEC, the Big Ten, two things. The Big Ten wants to see what 2024 looks like. They want the data, just like the SEC does. What does this do to our numbers? What does this do to fans? What does this do to TV numbers? What does this do to our ability to make the 12-team playoff? Do three lost teams make it? Does strength of schedule matter? Should we schedule nine conference games? There's a lot of questions that you can't answer yet. You can speculate, but you don't have any data. They'd get data. Now, the other thing with the Big 10 is what I was saying a minute ago, which is, would you rather have Oregon and Washington or would you rather have Clemson and Florida State? Clemson and Florida State. I mean, if you're trying to build a football powerhouse, you've got this Saturday night. Listen, whether they're right or wrong, we're going to find out. But the Big 10 wants to do, they want to try to emulate the NBC Sunday night game of the week. No, and they have the right platform for it. It's... You NBC, can't discard NBC, it. Right. Yeah. They, they want to do on Saturday night at the college level with the Big Ten sure. what they do on Sunday night. And if we're all being honest, and I love the NFL, you love the NFL, what is the one NFL game that you are, other than the Saints, that it's you're Sunday guaranteed night. Sunday night? It's not it's Monday not Monday. Night. No, no, no. Monday night's busy. People got soccer. It's Sunday night. Jenny's got dance, softball. People got stuff on Mondays. Sunday night's football. But Sunday night, you're kind of wrapped up. Yeah. I mean... I look at me, for example, my goal every Sunday is, hey, I want all my work done by, if I can do it, all my work done by 325 on Sunday. That national 325 game. Because I can turn on the 325 game, I can go light the grill, I can light the fireplace, and I can go into the 7 o'clock game, and if it's compelling, I'm in it. If it's not third quarter, I'll oh, I'll, I'll head to bed. Yeah. I mean, that's my day. You can't tell me I'm alone in that thinking. No, no, I'm, no. I'm almost certainly not. Of course not. So they want to do Saturday night. Big Ten Saturday night. They got some brands. USC is a big brand. Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin. 
in the SEC's big games, not at night. It's at two thirty. So yeah, and so if you added Clemson, frankly, some weeks their number three game is at six forty five. I mean, what does Ohio State Clemson look like on big game Saturday night? Yeah, I mean we can make fun of it, but you turn on a Clemson game at night and you watch the players run down the hill and stuff, and you're and like, it would That's actually cool. prove to you that you know the Big Ten has completely made the turn, even in perception of they're not worried about these AAU university things or any of that. Just give me the football. Well, and teams. there are people that are, but here's the here to your point. Your point's a good one. The TV partners like, look, I get it. Yeah. Okay. I get it, but no, no, we need brands. Yeah. And Clemson and Florida State are both. We're not doing a science contest out on the 50-yard line, so it is what it is. And so if Clemson and Florida State start getting serious about getting out. Yeah. And they are serious about getting out. I know there are people like, they can't do it. I'm telling you, there's a conversation happening. I've talked to to someone at Clemson yesterday. How do they legally get out, though? Well, you just get out. And, and And then they fight you. You might lose. At some point, you go, hey. Because you can't pay the penalty. You can't afford it. I don't know. Some of these schools are starting to think maybe it's worth paying. By the time, no, by the time you got punished to pay it, because if you fight it in court and go, I don't think this holds up in court. So are you going to take $40 million every year and put it in an escrow in case you lose? You probably would. I've been telling you this all along. If the difference, the ACC money is like less than $30 million. No, I mean, I get it. I get and it. And the I get Big it. Ten money is $70 million. Yeah, I get it. Okay. If if you're you can't look across the landscape if you're Clemson, you can't look across the landscape and go, so wait a minute, Indiana gets seventy million dollars a year (laughs) and we get twenty eight. Do the math, Bob. It's forty something million dollars, forty two million in that scenario, forty two million dollars a year for the next ten years. What's the penalty? One hundred and fifty million? Well, that's four hundred million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's eat it. It would take fiscal responsibility, but I understand your point. That's I think that's what's coming. And when they do it, the rest of that league is going to go, okay, let's find our spot. It's it's In 10 years, do we have a league that is the leftovers from the ACC and the Pac-12 and one league across the freaking country? Potentially. Your west is Oregon, Washington, Cal, Stanford, yeah. and your east is NC State, Wake Forest, Duke, and whomever. Yeah, conceivably. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
I mean, Austin, by the way, super chat asking if Arizona State, any chance they wind up in the SEC? I just don't see it. I don't think yeah. so. There was a time when I thought that was a real thing, but they were somewhat tied to USC in that scenario. There was there was talk years ago about USC and Arizona State going to the SEC. Mm-hmm. Arizona State has a big one of their one of their holdups is Arizona State has a essentially a campus in Los Angeles. Oh, do they really? And they have it's what I've read. Okay, and they have a ton of LA alums that go to Arizona State, and they're worried about pissing them off. So, real quick, back to one of your other points, though. Do you think there's a chance this is Arizona without Arizona State? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a Regents meeting that's interesting when you're combined with – because, I mean, you can imagine that in here, the IHL. Hey, Ole Miss is moving to this conference, but State's not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be brutal. Ooh, but, oh, God. But that's where – I mean, you know, Robbins is a pretty strong leader. Yeah. I mean, like, Boyce is a pretty strong leader. If Glenn Boyce just said, hey, look, I don't really get – what happens to them? I mean, honestly, that's my. That's not my. That, that's not my job. Yeah. At some and it's point, what Robbins is. He's going, no, 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 whatever. Well, his um, job's not to protect the best interest of Arizona State. No, no, no. His job has nothing to do with Arizona State. His job has to do everything to do with the University of Arizona. What's it's in its best interest? And right now, what's in its best interest is, look, what was it called? Musical chairs? Yeah, sure. Remember when you played musical chairs as a kid? And as it got down to the end? And there weren't as many of you, and the chairs were still there, and you're walking around, you're getting antsy. Remember that? The music's playing, but you're just you're hanging on every note because you're trying to you, you're trying to position yourself to be ready to jump to the chair. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. We're there. Oh, it's true. Yeah. There's a few chairs. There's not room. There's not a chair for everybody. I mean, there's a real chance that where college football is going is the SEC, the Big Ten, getting five bids each, and the Big Twelve just like, hey, can we get two? Can we our top two go? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Beggars and choosers and stuff. I mean, they've positioned themselves. The- Depending on how much the SEC and the Big Ten want to work together. They could really just create this conglomerate that, yeah, we're going to be the AL and the NL, and sure. we'll see you. AFC, NFC, sixteen team playoff, twelve, team, whatever the case, and go. Absolutely, they could pull away and do it tomorrow. Yeah, they September first is going to be a head to head weekend, and we're going to play sixteen games against each other to kick this thing. Well, off. I mean, I, I can promise you, Fox and ESPN would sign up. Yeah. That's kind of what they want. We're going to do an SEC Big Twelve Challenge thing here with football, and we're going to play. Yeah. And here's your week bonanza of mm-hmm. big names and big stadiums well, I mean, and the whole thing. What day. would you rather watch, Iowa at Ole Miss or Mercer at Ole Miss? Yeah, of course. I didn't ask. Then don't give me the, well, we, I want wins. Now you're being a coach. Be a fan. Be honest. What would you rather watch? What's one of the great? Oh, we spend a week on it. Hey, what, what's going on? Well, we got Auburn, Penn State. We got Ole Miss, blah, blah, blah. Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, sure. Hey, Tennessee's at Michigan State. Let's talk about it. Yeah, like, I mean – all jokes aside, there's nothing compelling in November about ULM at Ole Miss. Nothing. No. Nothing. And if you're the TV people, frankly, it ought to piss you off. Yeah, I'd spend some time on Kentucky at Illinois and Indiana at Vanderbilt. Yeah, more than you would UL, I mean. ULM yeah. at yeah, Ole Miss. Yeah, I'm taking bottom barrel stuff. I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you watch ULM at Ole Miss. But yeah. if you're our friend in Dubuque, he's not watching that. He's not. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would, why would you even take a moment to watch it? Mm-hmm. 
And so that's part of your inventory is something that's completely unwatchable. Nationally, the only way anybody would turn ULM Ole Miss on is if someone said, hey, ULM's ahead in the fourth quarter. You went, Ooh. Oh, okay, upset. Yeah, sure. But if it's 42 to 7 in the – now, thank God I didn't turn that on. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's one of the – it's one of the pulls that the NFL has is that you rarely, very rarely have a true dog game. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know where it's going. I, today's interesting. I'm interested in the whole Clemson, Florida State rumor because I actually asked someone yesterday close to Clemson. I said, "Do you buy the rumor?" And he goes, "No, I think it's a year early." Oh. And I said, "But there's something there." He goes, "Oh yeah." The writing's on the wall. And so once the writing's on the wall and you get antsy and they're playing musical chairs, at some point you jump into the chair before the music stops. You just go, hey, I'm, I'm down. Right? I mean, you're, trying to, you're, you're so desperate to get in the chair that you jump and you hope that maybe they didn't see it, that you, you, you didn't go early. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Prom Shrimp, promshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything from the New Orleans-style barbecue to the signature, two of my favorites, the full meals in a bag, the garlic herb butter, and the French Quarter Alfredo, lemon cracked pepper. So many options. Great for salads, lunch, dinners. Throw it on pasta, rice, veggies, and get it shipped directly to your door. Use code RG. Use code RG. Five pouches or more, 25% off. Stock up on your favorites. Try a little of everything. Ten minutes freezer to plate with restaurant-quality shrimp. They also have their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. A lot like what's the grocery store. Except a higher-quality shrimp from New Orleans-based company. So, again, that's code RG with PrimeShrimp.com. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available on the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for your next place. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. We're brought to you by Dead Soxy. Dead Soxy, the best socks you'll ever put on your feet, from the no-shows to the NIL socks to just their traditional socks. They're all phenomenal quality. They stay up. They feel great. Uh, they look good. You'll love them. It's deadsoxy.com. Promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. Get 25% off all non-licensed products. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. Get in touch with them, and they'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com. M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated is the guy to go to if you're thinking about making a holiday trip, one that you'll remember uh, for a lifetime. Just get in touch with him. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. Let him give you options that uh, you're probably just not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. OPA on the Square is the perfect place to plan your uh, company dinner your festive party event, if you're already thinking about that company Christmas party, get in touch with the people at OPA. They can accommodate up to 200 guests, fabulous food, great craft libations as well. Uh, contact Jeannie for booking or catering information, 601-421-7147. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. We told you yesterday about if you're looking for a job, how they can help. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, service specialists can help you too. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. 
South End Zone is sold out, but sideline tickets remain for Ole Miss football this season. You can also get your 2023 party packs. You can customize your pack, four-game packages, three-game packages, or two-game packages. Mercer, Georgia Tech, LSU, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, A&M, and ULM, the home games this season. So OleMissTicks.com there for sideline seats or to uh, customize your party pack for 2023 said yesterday I was going to just uh, briefly go over some of that Sean Payton stuff from yesterday with uh, Nathaniel Hackett, the former Broncos coach, that uh, was with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay for a long time, now reunited with him as he is the OOC in uh, in New York with the Jets. As Neil mentioned yesterday, Jets getting uh, pretty trendy there in the AFC East and the AFC overall right now. Payton, uh, who is hired as Denver's coach in the offseason, Hackett 4-11 before he was fired last year. Um Peyton called it, uh, quote, one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL um, in a media setting a few, a few days ago. He has since come back and said he had his Fox hat on, talking about how he was an analyst for a little while and wasn't necessarily uh, thinking at that point. Um, Aaron Rodgers has come back at Peyton at this point, calling it out of line and inappropriate. Rodgers' full uh, quote, Says, uh, my luck for love for Hack goes deep. You know, we had some great years together in Green Bay. We kept in touch. Love him and his family. Incredible family man. Incredible dad. On the field, he's arguably my favorite coach I've ever had in the NFL. Just to approach it, he makes fun. He knows he cares about the guys. Just goes about his business with respect, leadership, honesty, and integrity. Made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take down another man to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for his team this year. Thought it was way out of line, inappropriate, and he needs to keep my coach's name out of his mouth. Peyton had gone on to also say, essentially, they were doing everything completely opposite of how things went last year with Hackett, and he predicted uh, a negative season for New York because they were dealing with hard knocks and all those things, and if you do that, you're repeating issues and all sorts of stuff. So he went after multiple teams there. The Jets coach uh, deflected, basically saying that if somebody they don't play until week five is already talking about them, they must be doing something right. Um, I'm kinda... Did Peyton go off at the cuff, or did Peyton do the thing that happens a lot of time in any level of management of, we're going to put it all on the dude who's not here anymore, make him the common enemy, and try to unite the people who are still in the building? <sighs> it's giving him a lot of credit. It's giving him a ton of credit. Um, and look, he's pretty mouthy. He's my guy for a long time. Yeah, I, I, I covered him a little. <laughs> um, he's a smart guy. Sure. At times he uses the media, and at times he doesn't think before he talks. So yeah. you don't ever know exactly what's always coming. I'm, I'm kind of team Aaron Rodgers here, though. That's I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I tend to agree with. I was catching myself going, yeah, yeah, as Rodgers was talking there. Um, I don't know. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Uh, it's good for the fan. Now in week five, I go. Oh, oh! If I'm a media I'm person, I'm like, thanks, man. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing about, <laughs> and we're about to start tomorrow with it. Preseason camp, Ole Miss starts August the second. They don't play till September the third. Mm-hmm. They don't second. Play, second. They don't play for a month. Mm-hmm. You start running out of things to write about after a couple weeks. Hundred percent. And so, you know, you get a gift. And if you're an NFL training camp where they don't play till September the 10th, most of these teams, mm-hmm. you're like, thanks, man. I'm, 
Appreciate that. You just killed a few days there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. You, you let me because I get to follow up on this and I get to ask other people about it and I can opine and play and I can push this wide receiver story back another another day. Um, so I get that part, but I mean, look, Denver was a mess last year. How much of that was on Nathaniel Hackett? How much of that was on Russell Wilson? How much of that was on the front office for letting Russell Wilson have complete reign of the place? There's a lot to be said. And Hackett didn't look prepared at the beginning of the year, no. and it spiraled. That doesn't mean that he's not one hell of an offensive coach. It just means it didn't work there. The Broncos are really interesting to me, only not from a team standpoint, but only in the thing of if Peyton makes Russell Wilson good again, you go, whoa, yeah, okay. Sure. That really is a storyline for the season that has my attention. I will I will say after watching Wilson last year, I'm I'm, I'm skeptical. Yeah, sure. But if anybody can do it, it's it's Sean. He's a hell of a quarterback coach. He's terrific. I mean, he Drew Brees might not have done it's it's, it's the part of the whole Saban conundrum that we mm-hmm. do. People always assume that had Drew Brees gone to Miami, he'd have been the same dude. That he'd have been the same guy. Well, that's a hell of an assumption. Yeah, sure. I mean, we'll never know, so you can't go, well, there's no way he would have. Yeah. But you have to at least consider the possibility that, well, Sean Payton and he turned out to be a really good team. Yeah. If he didn't have Sean Payton on his team, would he have still been as good of a player? And that's a fair question. Where do you put percentage of accomplishment Payton Breeze versus Brady Belichick? Well, individual people inside the team. It's so complicated because in the NFL, the NFL is designed for you to be cyclical. Yes. It's why the the organizations that are so consistent, you really tip your hat to them Mm -hmm. and you start pointing at the coach, whether you should or shouldn't like Kansas city, you know? Yeah, sure. Pretty damn consistent. And now that they have an elite quarterback, they're a super bowl winner. But even before the, before Mahomes, they were good. Um, I don't know. I guess I was around the thing in New Orleans enough to think that it was a real dual effort. I mean, I thought during those years that Peyton and Breeze were attached at the hip. When you watched them in their preseason camp, whether it was in Metairie or Jackson, they weren't ever apart very much. They, they there was that was a conglomerate. I think Belichick tried to treat Brady like a player, and then when Brady left, it became obvious that Brady was a damned good quarterback. But also that roster was kind of built around Brady, and when Brady left, other people left too, and so there was a bigger crash. Yeah, Mike Malarkey was the offensive coordinator at the time for the Dolphins with Saban. And maybe Mike Malarkey and Drew Brees would have been a great team. Sure. I mean, we'll never know. Yeah. That is one of the great – Malarkey been a head coach a few times. I mean, not it's, very successful. It's but. one of the great sports conundrums or oh, it's hypotheticals. It's my favorite one pertaining to Ole Miss because Houston Nutt is a legend in this scenario. Yeah. Because he wins the West at least once. Well, in year one, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Two, oh, oh, and eight, two West champ. I mean, oh, I mean, it would have been. Oh, sure. Oh, Jesus. Sure. Hogville would have, like, I mean, it was combusted into I mean, it was Mercury. A, it was a great coaching job. It was. That year. I mean, Houston's problem at Ole Miss was not his coaching. Houston's problem is at Ole Miss was that he he viewed it as a he me- did not believe Ole Miss could win it. He viewed level. it as a mediocre program, and he would recruit mediocre, and you would just like and, him. And he was tired. Yeah, he's very tired. 
Whew. NFL's going to be fun. I'm in. I mean, always in, but kind of looking forward to it more this year than. Yeah, I love. I mean, I even love. a non Saints way because the Saints are in purgatory. Um, whatever. I, I love NFL Sunday. I've got some people trying to get me in on the Saints going, no, no, no. Look, they're going to score a lot of points. You got Derek Carr. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, they'll be better at quarterback. Well, yeah, sure. Derek Carr is better than Andy Dalton. He's, yeah, he's more consistent than those guys. There's no doubt about that. Doris said he saw Houston Nutt at the gym yesterday. No, I mean, Houston's a nice guy. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't nice to me, but he's a nice guy. He wouldn't be last on your have a beer with list. No, of, of coaches. I, I, I don't harbor some grudge. He wouldn't be first and he wouldn't be last. I covered Andy Kennedy. There's easy first. Okay, that's fair. Hal Baird would be way up there. Yeah, look, the Saints are going to be a. They're going to be fine. The division's winnable. I just they can't win a Super Bowl. My expectations are if you can't win in the postseason, I'm just kind of like okay, because we're not in rebuild mode where I'm excited about the wins. Like sure. that's what I mean by purgatory. Is no, they don't suck. It's not of wow. Let's go six and eleven, and I feel really good about them. And wait till next year and the next year, and watching this Nuggets type build. It's not that, but they have a lot of money tied up and a lot of dudes. And I don't think they can win in the postseason. Yeah, I think the I think they can make the playoffs. I think the Saints absolutely can be a playoff team. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, probably can win the division. Sure, absolutely but, could. They're in a division where, frankly, three of the four teams probably go into it thinking they can win it. Yeah. I would definitely rather work out with Houston than Edo. There's no oh, doubt about that. For sure. I don't need all that. Houston and I can just swap some sets and talk, and it'd be all right. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll, you could we'll, absolutely we'll, have yeah. a casual conversation with Houston Nutt where you walked away and he, he, went, okay, he still fine. hated you, but it was fine. You were, yeah, you were congenial. <laughs> I'm not convinced that Orgeron could do that. You don't think so? I mean, I'm not convinced. I don't know. That's like people think I have something with Freeze. Freeze and I would have a perfectly pleasant conversation. You would contemplate picking Freeze out of the football list. You got Matt, who we all like. Yeah. So that's pick, not fair. I'd pick Matt first. Yeah. Um, Matt looking good, by the way. Lost some weight. Looks, looks great. great. Looks great. He's he's hanging in. Yeah, no. He was the least stressed person in that picture um, with all the Auburn folks here a few weeks ago. Look, Hanging out. Hey. He took a job that was offered to him. It's not his fault. Nope. It's not Ed's fault. It's no. hires you's fault. Absolutely. We all would have said yes. You're going to pay me what? For a dream job? Yeah, 100%. One million percent. Give a shot. Absolutely. I mean, look, I think the Saints win the South. I do. I mean, I think they're going to win the division. But here's what happens when that happens. Is I start convincing myself they can go win three or four games in the postseason, and they can't. So I'm just setting myself up. You get to the playoffs. Come on. Just win one game in the playoffs. Now you get another shot. Giants won a playoff game last year. I know them. They did. They won a playoff game last year. And do they have any chance at all of winning the NFC? Well, they were in the playoffs. You're on the field wearing your it's uniform. It's not baseball. They were on. It's the, not baseball. They were on the field. The wearing Thunder their have uniform. a chance of winning the NBA championship. 
Uh, they were in the playoffs. Well, no, but they were not. That, they, now they were in the play-in. <laughs> Once you get to the playoffs. Because you're going to pull the heat out on me right now, aren't you? Well, were they in the finals or not? They were. <laughs> I mean, I saw them play. It looked like they were on the court. That looked like Jimmy Butler to me. The okay. court said NBA Finals. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. they kept running up and down. I saw finals everywhere. They were on the floor when the confetti fell. Wasn't their confetti, but was, they were on the floor when it fell. It looked like Bam Adebayo to me. It did. I thought it was him. Sure looked like Eric, Spol- Eric Spolster on that sideline. If it wasn't Eric Spolster, it was a, I mean, he was a doppelganger. I'll tell you that. Looked just like him. You just want to get in the playoffs. I, I get it. I'm when, clearly saying I'm cynical right now because sure. I understand people yelling at me. If, as you, if you win a, the wild card game, you're in the divisional playoff. Not everybody's in the divisional playoff. It's my deal with, in general, it's my only negative NFL thing is I just hate this one buy. Hate it. To the point that it actually raises my blood pressure. The two it. seeds should get a buy. I get it. You're, you're that way about the way I am about college overtime. I, I just... it. it it makes no sense to me. I don't like punishing the two seed. I know. You're the way you you are about that the way I am about the college overtime rules. You hate the college overtime, Despise and I kind of like it. them. Hate them. Oh, so now, now the kicking game doesn't count. Now there's no strategy. It's still better than the NFL. Oh, overtime. and if we get to the third, we're gonna make it about two point. Well, points. no, I hate that. Well, that's part of it. Yeah, the old one I liked. Sorry. Yes, the two point conversion sucks. So we're going to decide this game that's been going on for four hours on two-point conversion plays. <clears throat> really? Because we never do that at any other point. Uh, yeah, I'm double-dipping the two that weekend. Saints next day. Um, that's that's an expensive ticket, but it's not a hard ticket. The other ticket's the hard ticket. The uh, Titans, yeah, Saints. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a gettable ticket. Um, it'd be packed. I'm going to try to get to Nashville and see a Titans game at some point this I've never this been year. to Nashville for a game. I've never been to a Titans game. I've seen the Titans in Memphis when they were in Memphis for that oh, okay. one or two years, but I've never I've never been to a Titans game in Nashville. It's so hard getting away on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just almost impossible. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. It's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, pro controls, network security, and more. Again, the best internet in Lafayette County, 662-238-3159. What day is Ole Miss's open date? Uh, I don't know. 14th? Is that right? They play Arkansas on the 7th, and they're off on the 14th, and they play at Auburn on the 21st. Is that right? if you say so. I mean, I can look it up for you while you're talking. You want me to cross-reference it against the Titans? Yeah, I pulled up. The Titans have a a Sunday night game that that Sunday. Feels harder to do. Yeah, against Baltimore, it's almost impossible. Oh, really? Well, that Monday would suck. October 14th. Yeah, that Monday would really suck. Anyway, what wouldn't suck is getting a beautiful and healthy smile. It's one that you deserve, and you can get it at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative 
state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive? You're wanting to put your career in your own hands? If you're an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify, Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. MyPerfectFranchise.net, Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net, or his cell, 404 973 9901. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68 acre, 32 stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered at Southern Traditions Farm. It's also a great venue for events, get togethers, uh, corporate outings, whatever the case may be. Get in touch with them on uh, Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Cubs buying in the market, Neil? You going after it? Uh, I was pretty excited about Jamer Condelario. Yeah. That was a good pickup. Uh, they they Give up some prospects. Traded a couple of prospects that both are Rule 5 eligible. Okay. The Cubs have rebuilt their their prospect base to the point that they're going to lose some guys this year. So that, that deal made sense. It's a lot of rumors about David Bednar and the Pirates. That, that could happen. It seems like the price on that would be pretty prohibitive. Mm-hmm. They played a – here's the thing. I, I watched a lot of debate yesterday in Cub World about, you know, should they have sold? Could they have gotten a haul for Cody Bellinger? And the answer is sure. Um, but, man, Wrigley looked fun last night. It was packed. 6-5, Reds in town. It was a fun game. At some point, you owe it to your fans to try to win. Theo Epstein used to say every season is sacred. He's right. Every season is sacred. As long as you have a chance, shouldn't you go for it? Don't you owe your fans that when you're telling your fans, hey, come to our games, buy these ridiculously expensive tickets. Yeah. Hey, if you want to watch us in markets, $20 a month on our new app. And if we're not the best team in the league, we're going to sell or stand pat. Yeah. What message would that have sent yesterday if they'd taken Bellinger out of the lineup and traded him? There's no guarantee that you win. That's not no, the point. Not. The point's not the point. That's not the point. When Atlanta back in 2021 that's true. traded for Jorge Soler and and in, was it Indy Chavez and I don't know who else, a bunch of dudes, frankly, Jock Peterson. It's true. I'm just going to go out on a limb and guess that Alex Anthopoulos didn't go. Hey, we just won the World Series. I don't know. Acuna's out. No, I think he looked at it and said, you know what? Freddie Freeman, Ozzie Albies. Let's go for it. Dansby Swanson. They deserve a shot. They've done everything we've asked them to do. Let's send a message organizationally. And then they got hot as hell. And maybe what the Cubs did yesterday was send a message to somebody. Somebody's agent. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a couple of agents. Maybe there's a message to Scott Boris that, hey, not only did we help you with Bellinger this year, gave him, as in Boris's words, a pillow deal, but, hey, we're going to be competitive here. We're going to go for it. We're going to send a 
We're, we're, that, that's the message. And maybe the message was to somebody else who was playing against the Atlanta Braves last night. Yeah, yeah. As they were saying uh, in the thread, that is a London game. That is 8.30 a.m., not p.m. Titans. Oh, okay. Well, they sure as hell won't go there. I think that rules that one out for you. Got yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking for Titans games, um, home games. They get the Chargers September 17th, but that's no way. So I got to almost get into the high school soccer season. So it's middle of October is when it starts. They get okay. the Falcons October 29th. That doesn't interest me at all. Panthers on November 26th. That's too close to Egg Bowl stuff. You get the Colts on December 3rd. Mm. Mm, maybe. Texans December 17th. That sucks. Seattle on Christmas Eve. You're not going into Nashville on Christmas Eve? Yeah, maybe. Never know. Get the Jaguars on January 7th to end the season. That'd be a good one, potentially. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, sanity prevails. The uh, Athletic ran a poll about the Michigan um, plate lunch from the uh, barbecue at the Big House yesterday, asking was it an adequate um, meal or not for the situation. 86% said no. Yeah, it's awful. The actual athletic editors disagreed and said it was perfectly fine. Well, they're sports writers. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Let me just tell you when people go, <laughs> I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. I don't care. When people say, oh, man, you guys are so lucky you get to watch a game in the press box. No. Watching people eat in the press box can be torturous. Even you would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. I mean, there are people that two hours before a football game act as if this is their last meal. You guys have to experience it to understand. You're not going to be able to understand, but there is some weird thing. When the food goes out, it is like this adrenaline rush. Cattle call. That's why they make fun of us. Yeah. They go, Yeah, I got to go grab... it's especially for the random weird game time when it's not even a meal time. Like, yeah. the, you know, the, the game starts at like two 30 and it's like one It's like, well, did you not eat? Like what? Yeah. What? What did you not eat since Thursday? Yeah. Have you, have you the not, games at three and it's like two ten, and you're like, well, what meal is that? Did they let you out of parchment earlier today? What happened? <laughs> and then when they put the cookies out and they go get a plate of like eight of them, What are you doing? And the crumbs are everywhere and they spill and it's just. I am surprised more drinks don't spill. Very rarely does something get knocked over. Yeah, but like, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. There's like yeah. salad dressing. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's just so bad. It is very simple to needing a sample at Costco. Yeah, it's, it's a similar. Hey, let me. And I realize I'm a. I, I know, because I'll pull out like a power bar. Yes, the ice cream cooler at State, the uh, Muscadine Ripple is the flavor there. Yes, no thanks. Well, we're there when it's 21 degrees outside. I mean, okay, if it's September the 9th, you probably could compel me. but You could at least get me to think about it. Of course. Vanderbilt has excellent gelato in their press box. Oh, really? Maybe. I've never had it. 
Yeah, it's Vanderbilt is the strangest thing. The baseball <laughs> press box gets catered in and it's fantastic. The football press box has the worst food known to man except for the gelato. Although last year. Was it better last credit year? To, I don't know about the food, but I'd always said you can't do coffee. And last year they had set up coffee stations with like baristas. Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt. Really? Oh, I had two fantastic cups of coffee at that game. Oh, they're actually making coffee, like doing things. Oh, yes, absolutely. I tipped the guy. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, that's good. He had his Venmo thing. I Venmoed him tips. The coffee was amazing. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Oh, it was great. Well, there and it wasn't a very full press box. Well, still, but... It was great. No, I was a big fan. I I felt like they must have listened to the podcast because in previous years, the coffee would just be... The carafe was just burned and the coffee tasted horrible. You couldn't even get a good cup of coffee. Yeah, I've had really bad press box meals and some decent press box meals. And Vanderbilt breakfast used to because well, I've seen a lot of eleven eleven a.m. Vanderbilt Ole Miss yeah. games, and the sausage was like gray. Yeah, and the eggs are like congealed. It's like I, I there's no way I can eat that. It looked I, like prison food. Yeah, I, 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 there's nothing about that that allows me to eat that. Yeah, no. I'm trying to think what they served last year. I think they served barbecue or something. I didn't. I don't know that I ate. I just remember looking at it and going, "That looks okay." But I did want a cup of coffee, and it was great. So they do coffee and ice cream or gelato. Sorry, of course Vanderbilt. Yeah, gelato, it was fine. Like, it's Ole Miss puts out those chips that are like crack. You just can't the frips. Yeah, yeah. The so fries, I just, I just stay, I stay the hell away because those if, are good. Because if you eat one of those, you're going to eat four hundred and seventy. They are good. So I just avoid. I couldn't tell you what Ole Miss serves. I, I don't remember the last time that I actually ate. In the press box. They do a lot of like theme meals, which goes against what I normally would do. Like you're more likely to get pork when they play Arkansas or like jambalaya when they play LSU. I would go the completely the other direction. I don't like, cause it's not going to be great. So like, why are right. you giving the other teams that that's their, like, I don't, I don't know. Like that seems to be a thing though. Maybe it's my imagination, but I'm trying to think. I, I don't, I, I don't know. Okay. We'll test it this year. Okay. What is Mercer? They're the bears. They're the bears. That'll be a pretty wild game. Is probably not going to be the answer. That's going to be chicken tenders. Then they get Georgia Tech. Can't serve yellow jackets. You can't. It's Vandy Stadium currently missing their jumbotron. I have no idea. I don't know. It's going to be a challenging year there. Um, but no, the last thing on that, the paragraph they said was sure it's not the most gourmet plate. There isn't any succulent meat or garnish. Presentation gives you reason to hate, but let's not pretend any of us would refuse refuse the food, especially in high school. I beg to differ. Chicken tenders, hot dogs, and cookies are staples of a 17-year-old's dream diet. Harbaugh does plenty to earn our skepticism, namely his claim yesterday that 20 Wolverines will get drafted next year. But let the kids live on this one. Have a chicken tender. It'll make you feel better. That chicken tender sucked. If you gave me a real good-looking chicken tender, then okay, eat the chicken tender. I mean, I live with the almost 17-year-old. He would not have eaten that plate. I mean, at least it wasn't a nugget, for God's sake. But no, it was fine. It's no big deal. He would not have eaten that plate. No way. You don't think so? No. If 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 I put a cold boiled hot dog in front of him, a Walmart frozen chicken tender and a couple of cookies, now he'd look at me like, "What's the deal?" Yeah. What happened? What did I do wrong? Last thing here. Um, if you're Ron Snicker, do you um start resting some players at all? The Braves have four players who have played in every game this season. Uh, yes, I rest them this weekend. Load man it. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I rest okay. them all. <laughs> Absolutely. I certainly do. Cunha looks a little tired. Let's, he looks exhausted. Yeah, let's give him a day. You know what I would do? I would just say, hey, why don't you go back to Atlanta? 
Put your feet up. Relax. Take a load off. Yeah. You look mentally tired. We'll see you on Tuesday when the Padres come to town or whatever's going yeah, on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Meet you at the park on Monday. Yeah. At Truist. You don't Truist. need to go to Chicago. All sorts of crime. Things could happen there. No, you don't need to be there. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Back tomorrow. Uh, earlier start tomorrow because Ole Miss has a uh, full media day. First day of uh, fall camp. Got practice in the morning. And Do we then, have practice in the morning? I think so. Okay. Don't we? Yeah, I think so. I think I, practice I, in the morning and then uh, interviews in the afternoon. So if I'm correct by that, probably we'll have a stream start earlier. Either way, podcast earlier and then content throughout the day of Rebel Grove. So we'll update you on that and back with you then. Take care. Have a good day. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.